Well, hello, children, and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Gone Fishing. Conclusion. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Richard raised his wine glass but realized that it was empty. Lifting up the bottle, he saw that it was empty also. Having lost complete track of time, it seemed like minutes had just passed, but when looking at the clock in the kitchen, several hours had flown by. Being with her, he thought, time seems to stand still. The succubus looked at him and asked if he was tired and didn't want to hear anymore. Richard emphatically told her that he wasn't tired and proceeded to ask some more questions. What year did all of this take place, he asked. She replied that 1692 was the last time, until now, that she had seen and felt the sun on her skin. He then asked how did she end up in the lake that he found her in. To that, she just shook her head and stated that once in the bottle, it was comparable to being in a tomb with no sound and no light. It was very far and few between chances of knowing or finding out where she was or what year it was. Time stopped. Richard excused himself and got up to go to the bathroom. Returning, she told him that his phone had rung. Richard picked up his phone and stated that it was his buddy that had called and left him a you message. You have one unheard message. First unheard message sent yesterday at 7.15 p.m. The buddy found out some more information about the bottle. He said that it is a witch's bottle, but it wasn't for a witch. He did some intense research at libraries and church documents and found some writings about a demon that had been imprisoned. Apparently, he continued, the church back then made a deal with a couple of witches to help them get rid of this demon that was taking the lives of young men, but burned the witches afterwards anyway. This demon vowed to get revenge on the descendants of those who put it in the bottle. After finding out the family names involved, the buddy did some ancestry and genealogy research and found that the other two friends who were fishing with Richard when the bottle was found were descendants of the one witch and the Lutheran pastor back in 1692 and that they are both missing. He traced himself back and discovered the mayor of Rothenburg as his ancestor and so he is in hiding right now. He finished the message by telling Richard that the family that instigated the removal of the demon and imprisoned it in the bottle were his ancestors and that he should go and hide and not go near the bottle or the succubus. The buddy said he will contact him again. End of message. To delete this message, press 7. Richard turned pale when he listened to the message. He deleted the message and put his phone on the kitchen island. The succubus asked, what did Buddy have to say? Richard looked at her and said that the Buddy was away again for a few days. 
He walked to the fridge and asked if she would like some more wine. She said no, but Richard opened the fridge and got another bottle, mentioning that the only thing he had left was champagne. As he was getting the bottle, he could hear the succubus get up from the couch and walk closer to him. Richard turned around with the bottle in his hand. She was at the kitchen island looking at him with a slight smile and asked why he was so nervous all of a sudden. Richard swallowed. The succubus asked again, what did the buddy have to say? Richard began to sweat, feeling it trickle down his back and in the palms of his hands. Looking at her, he said that his two other friends are missing and asked if she killed them. She looked at him and said, no. She knows exactly where they are, but she was unable to find the buddy. Richard continued by asking, why was she doing this? The succubus laughed and walked closer to him. Just before being imprisoned in the bottle, she said, she vowed to have revenge on the descendants of those who imprisoned her. A demon always keeps their word, Richard Albrecht. Richard swung the bottle of champagne, striking her in the face. Her head moved slightly, then she looked back at Richard. Richard saw that the bottle had torn some of her skin on her cheek, which was now a flap hanging down. Underneath was a dark gray tissue which was starting to excrete a greenish looking pus. The succubus laughed. She put her hands on the fridge, stopping Richard from moving, her arms trapping him. Richard looked at her and asked what she was going to do with him. She replied that she needed him. He asked in a trembling voice, for what reason? Vanity. The succubus answered. She admittedly needs constant reassurance and being told that she is beautiful every day. She told Richard that he will spend eternity with her and give her that. That is his penance for the acts committed by his ancestors towards her. The succubus lowered her arms from either side of Richard. Richard hit her again with the bottle and started running for the door to try and escape. He pulled the door open, but with a wave of her hand, she slammed it shut. Richard pulled on the doorknob as hard as he could, but he was unable to open it. Realizing that it was futile, he turned and watched the succubus walk closer to him. As she walked closer, pieces of her skin started to fall off. Richard watched as her eyelids fell off, exposing what looked like dead gray eyes looking back at him. Strips of flesh were coming off her arms. She was also shrinking in height with each step. Her dress fell off, exposing what skin she had. The once perfect breasts were now looking as if they had been eaten away by acid. The succubus remarked that her beauty had been taken away spending the last three centuries in a piss-filled bottle, iron nails beneath her feet, corks with pins piercing her. She was no longer the lust of men in her true form. With each step, more flesh and skin fell, dropping to the floor. Her iridescent hair, once beautiful and long, was pale, patches on her scalp, 
bald spots, red and inflamed. She unfolded her wings, spilling more of the green, grayish liquid. The one wing had holes in the skin that looked like burns. The other, its fingers cracked open, causing the wing to hang down. The shoes she wore tore open, her feet misshapen, toes eaten away, a heel exposed to the tendon, leaving a footprint of ooze with each step. She stopped in front of Richard, who took in the full horror of what he saw. She reached out to cup Richard's face with her hands. The succubus started pulling Richard's face closer to hers to kiss him, her bottom lip dangling, exposing part of the jaw. Blisters started popping against his shirt, soaking it. Richard screamed as their lips touched her dead gray tongue entering his mouth. He dropped the champagne bottle, which exploded when it hit the floor. Then they were gone.